You're listening to Talk Israel with Anya Farber, where we talk everything Israel. The art, the culture, the music, the food. Oh man, don't get me started on the food. So grab a plate of shakshuka, sit down and listen up. And now your host, Anya Farber. Hello, 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 Chavarim. Hi, everybody. How are you? And welcome to Talk Israel. Today is May 22nd, 2023, and Talk Israel is super excited to welcome Inu, a very talented Israeli musician. And before we bring him on, I'm going to give you just a little bit, just a taste, katsat, katsat, remember, a little bit, guys, um, about him, because we are coming to you, Talk Israel is coming to you on CRS Radio, the Knowledge Network, so we're going to be dropping some knowledge, gaining some knowledge, sharing some knowledge, because sharing is caring, guys. So I have to say this, you know, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I'm so excited because you and I actually met in December in Israel, and we sat for the project, Do You See What I See?, because uh, you, one of your producers that you've worked with and a friend, and my dear friend, Eli Bismuth, the producer uh, in Jerusalem, was working with you, and he had said to me, you've got to meet this guy. You've got to meet him. And, like, I, I didn't need to ask any more questions because if Eli says I've got to meet you, I've got to meet you. And we had such a nice time chatting and talking and learning all about, you know, um, the music you've made, the music you were planning to make. And I'm pretty excited to say that some of the things you told me you were like in the works or were planned for the works are actually like gearing down, which is exciting. Um, And then we have some of your songs to play for everybody. But I I just, I have to say this, like, you know, first of all, it's, (laughs) it's always a little stressful when I meet someone thinking, okay, when I sit down for these interviews, am I going to have to like subtitle this? Are they going to have the, uh, you know, the, the intro from our friend or who you know, um, and that's his, as you know, because you know him, when he speaks English, he does not sound like that. That's his heavy, fake Israeli accent. <laughs> but I, I do want to make sure you know and our listeners that I did make shakshuka this week, and I do have shakshuka leftover, so I believe I will have to just post a picture of the, the plate of shakshuka because you got to eat when you're when you're talking about Israel and in, and in Israel. So I could talk forever about your background, but I kind of want you to kind of just, just jump in here, just jump in, but don't, don't worry. We're going to tell them that funny story pretty soon. Okay. Um, yeah, I kind of was expecting that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Um, so, um, hi everyone. I'm Inu, um, 26 years old, originally from Jerusalem. Um, right now I live in Tel Aviv, uh, and you might hear a bit of an accent. That's ma- mainly because my parents came from um, what is known as the USSR previously. Um, and yeah, I'm kind of like uh, you were describing a shakshuka before. <laughs> so I, I'm kind of like that because like um, inherited a lot of cultures in Israel, which is like pretty weird. Um, you know, this is a first. Also- That's a first. I've never had someone compare themselves to shakshuka. You heard it right here, everyone, on Talk Israel on CRS Radio Network, comparing. Yeah, the more confidence I'm gaining, 
from my music, you know, stuff just come up. That's okay. <laughs> Listen, shakshuka is delicious. So, and so is your music. So actually, this is perfect. Kolaka vote. Very well done. Yes. Yeah, so um, you obviously are speaking English very well. You live in Israel. You speak Hebrew. Um, your your family is from the former, you know, Soviet Union. So I'm assuming there's also some Russian speaking. Yeah. Going on. There is. So are you're you're trilingual. Yeah. I that am. is that uh, is amazing. By the way, Thank you. Um, I might even surprise you. I've studied like several other languages um, in my youth. I kind of gave up on it. Okay. It's another stuff, but uh, yeah, like languages was always like part of uh, like studying languages and you know reading on multiple languages and it was always like part of my life. So that is very impressive. Reading in a different language. It's one thing to speak it, but to be able to read and write. Um, so, what are the languages that didn't make the cut? Um, it was French, Arabic, and even Chinese for a while. Okay. Uh, well, listen, um, Arabic makes sense because, it, you know, Israel's neighbors all speak Arabic and some people speak Arabic, absolutely. you know, um, French, je parle un petit peu français, monsieur. Uh, I took French in the public school system in the U.S. So, well, that says all that we need to know about that. And, uh, Chinese, well, you might want to pick that back up because, you know, China is becoming kind of sort of a mega power. So we might all be speaking Chinese at some point. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I haven't given up fully on anything. Yeah. Ni hao to all my Chinese-speaking listeners out there. Um, you know, I can say like five things in Chinese. That's about it. All right, yeah, so fair. They, that's fair. I mean, now if you are um, at home with your family, are you guys bouncing like between languages? Um, kind of. I guess like I'm I'm putting more of an effort into speaking Russian because it's basically like it's like it's my only opportunity, more mm, or less, to, mm. to practice Russian. Okay. It's not like, you know, um, there is a lot of that going around. Um, my brother gave up on that. Like, he mainly, like, answers my parents <laughs> in Hebrew. Um, yeah, that's the most, com- like, that's how it's commonly, uh, it commonly works in here. Like, okay. most of my friends, Russian-speaking friends, like, don't really know Russian that well. Okay. And kind of, like, yeah, um, scrambled as well, but um, I- I'm, I'm trying. I'm really trying okay. as much as I can. Well, that's a whole separate alphabet yet again. So that's, yep. yeah, that's a lot. Um, well, my, you know, my first name obviously is Anya and it is of Russian descent, but yet I speak uh, no, no Russian whatsoever. Um, but commonly, uh, very commonly <laughs> get yelled at in Russian. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, listen, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, um, you know, but whatever. Um, that's cool. Okay. So that's very interesting. But in your, now, aside from singing, you also have other talents, um, employable talents, um, which is interesting that your the, the languages make sense to me, you know, because you're so creative and you're writing and, and, and performing, um, that this, you are one of the people who seems to be able to use all parts of your brain because the, some of the work that you've you know, been trained to do and do is in, is in IT. It's kind of like an IT nerd as well. Um, yeah. So I mean that um, lovingly. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. No. No. No worries. No worries. Um, I'll just uh, rephrase it for the general pub- public. Let's say. Um, <laughs> okay. So yeah, uh, I'm a programmer. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm doing uh, a lot of work in high tech. Um, that's been like my profession for the last, I guess, eight or so years. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, um, it is like a very big part of my life. Um, I also do see 
um, a big part of my future in there as well. But like, it's not that I'm giving up on one dream, like to accomplish the other. There's right. always like this, this equation mm. where you have to balance stuff and like eventually you'll have to choose. And maybe I'm a bit too stubborn. I like, I have no idea right now, but like, <laughs> I really do believe I can accomplish both and succeed in both fields. So. Yeah. Well, I think if someone's going to do it, it's going to be you. Um, also, I think, wow, what a what a major step to be like, I might just be really stubborn. <laughs> You're willing to admit that. Uh, brave and, and, you know, um, good. But, yeah, I do think that's interesting. But, I, but, again, the way that music is produced and all of the different um, critiquing and how you can pull things apart, you, you kind of need to have that kind of programming savvy. Um, so that must really benefit you, and you probably hear things differently and see things differently because of it. Yeah, you might have heard before maybe that uh, some people refer to music as math. Like they say, eventually, like it's a mathematical equation. Yeah. Like it's not like you have a lot of like unlimited options. Well, creatively-wise, you do, but like, you know, it's just like assembling different notes in different places, and like yeah. everything makes sense technically. And you could say that, but then you also have, like you need to have this creative um inspiration on top of it like doing something that nobody's done before or that like that sounds so good um that you just had to like imagine it in your head and then put it out for the people and um it's the combination of both like the technical side and the creative side that actually creates something amazing that um people are inspired by and listen like to constantly uh on their playlist right. so yeah i think both worlds like they're like they work so well with, with one another and um yeah i'm happy that i kind of you know, have a connection to both. Yeah, I mean, I know that, like, with um, um, some of, like, the techno music or the music that people use when um, training and they're trying to run for, like, a certain amount of beats per minute, well, there you go. That's that part of math and programming. And, yes, in order for you to keep a certain rhythm of your gait and everything else or to keep your heart rate at a certain, you know, beats per minute, that there, there's definitely the mathematical equation, but it also has to sound good. So I'm sure that there's something to that as well. I mean, listen, Absolutely. we we here at, you know, Talk Israel on CRS Radio, the Knowledge Network, are constantly trying to share knowledge. So, you know, if, if you're a scientist and you're listening to us and you're like, well, actually, Anya, here is the breakdown. I would love to hear from you. That is totally great because I am always willing to learn. Um, I, I don't have the answers to everything. I, I may, you know keep the facade that I do, but I most certainly don't. So I think that that's, you know, a whole other, you know, piece of the, of the puzzle, um, not just of like music, but of life, right? Like how does everything fit with each other? And so right. I think you're, you're definitely, if, if you were trying to be strategic, well, again, call a kavod, which is like job well done um, to you. So when we throw, um, and don't be afraid, you know, to, to say some stuff in Hebrew, because we are always kind of, sharing with our listeners little words here and there. Aval, I mean, because it's only been, guys, it's only been like 11 minutes since we've been on. So you know I had to throw in aval. So, you know, being someone who, who's multilingual, I, I, I know, no pressure, no pressure, I know you're going to agree with me on this. But, you know, when you're speaking in English and, you know, you're trying to make a point and you're like, but – and then you're like maybe going to give the other side or whatever it is. Eh, eh. You're speaking Hebrew. You're telling a story. And then you're like, Aval. I feel like, oh, my gosh, what is she going to say next? I must pay attention. I just feel like Aval is like a game changer for conversation. 
my favorite word. I'm sticking to it for now, but I'm sticking to it. Don't I can you understand why. Yeah, see? Yeah. It's like the, mm, <laughs> there's something to it. Now, the music you are currently writing and performing mm-hmm. is in Hebrew. Right. But I truly believe that anyone, whether they speak Hebrew or not, can truly appreciate what you're doing because your music is complex, but in a way that is so intriguing because you can hear it in your tone, in your intonation, in how you're saying what you're saying, that people are feeling what you are trying to get across. And so we're going to play some of your music, and I, I will ask you to give like a little, you know, an overview in English for the majority of our listeners because they are speaking English so that they kind of have a background. But I do think music is like the international language, right? You could be feeling a certain way, and music can change your mood or music enhances a mood or whatever it is. You know, there's something very special, very special. Right, and I can tell you that I also draw a lot of inspiration from music um, in multiple languages, whether mm. I understand them or not. Um, just as an example, um, one of my favorite albums from last year um, is uh, the album that Bunny released. And, like, I don't know Spanish, but, like, um, the melodies and the way he kind of, like, I used his voice and intonations, it's, like, mm-hmm. it all made, like, so much sense to me. And I was, like, yeah. extremely uh, inspired by that. And... Yeah, uh, I completely agree. Music like is international in that in that sense. And, like um, some artists can just draw emotions from you in a way you never expected, and it doesn't matter what language they're using. And uh, that's the point, kind of. Yeah, I mean, I listen to a lot of Spanish music, um, mm-hmm. but I I, really, like, I don't understand really anything um, except contigo. I finally figured out what that meant, but uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. it's like oh dear God. But yeah, yeah, but. Um, so I, I have a question. If, what is the, if you can remember, but, you know, mm-hmm. it, because you are multilingual, so it may be a little bit harder. The first song that you listened to in another language that you didn't quite understand, but that stuck with you? Ooh, that's I know. an interesting one. Well, I, I mean, I can, I can tell you what it is for me, for sure, for sure, that really with that. stuck with mm-hmm. me. So, I mean, big serious shout out to this gentleman. I think the father slash grandfather of Israeli music, Shlomo Artsy. Shlomo, if you're out there, I would love to have you on the program. When I started listening to Israeli music, like in a more consistent way, his one, a few of his songs, I would go back to over and over and over again. And there is something to his voice that is so deeply, strongly expressive right to my soul that I cannot explain with words. Right. I mean, and he has definitely been around a long time. Um, whether his music is up your alley or not. If you are Israeli, you know who Shlomo Artsy is. Um, 
but I would say there's just something to it. Um, I, I really agree. Like, yeah. uh, you know, um, sometimes big artists, like you might have different opinions on, of them, but mm. like, they are where they are for a reason. Like, right. Kind of and that means like it resonated with a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people. Um, we have to admit that in like, um, personally, I also really like Stomalti. Um, I know some people like, uh, might have certain opinion on like, um, his lyrics. Mm. Um, but like, that's their own, um, kind of approach to that. Yeah. But like, he resonated with several generations of Israelis. And as you said, like, we've even, like, we view someone outside of like the Hebrew ecosystem. Mm. Um, that's talent. Like, that's definitely talent. Yeah. And I have to tell you, I did not necessarily understand what he was talking about. Um, and it's interesting because the, one of the most recent versions, and I pulled it up on my phone because I screenshotted it because I thought, oh, you know, I should really bring this up to you. Omar Adam sang with him, like, kind of, you know, um, and it's, let's see, I will probably butcher this. Because um, I always mix up the male-female version of everything. Um, oh, maybe not. Now there's another... I might just have to send this picture to you, and then you can, you know. Yeah, send it to me. Tell tell everybody who it is because it's it's one of the songs that just happened to come on recently, like mm-hmm. on my playlist, and oh, yeah, absolutely love this. Um, but there there's definitely something to that. So is there someone, and maybe it wasn't the first, but maybe it was, you know, but back back when you were starting to listen to, you know, songs of other languages, like who it might have been, if you can't remember the yeah, song. Yeah, so, um, no, I, I do have an example. Um, it's not, like, that much way back, but I think, like, it is an interesting example. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have listened to a lot of artists from different um, countries, like even a lot from the Balkans, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was an obsession of mine for a certain time. Okay. But uh, the example I would like to give is kind of like, um, so I do know Russian. I don't know Ukrainian oh, at okay. all, and a lot of people seem to think like it's um, <laughs> that it's interchangeable. Kind of it's not. Yeah, they're not. They're definitely not. Um, there was this uh, group called the Kaska, mm-hmm. um, and they had like this song blow up on an international level, where um, like uh, with women crying and singing about like um, something like very emotional. Mm. Um, yeah, about women's status and like and 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 war and like. Um, tension and a lot of that and I went to like hear their whole album later on mm. and I didn't understand a lot of it I like picked up on some words mm. but it was like this reinvention of the Ukrainian like you know like um there like there is Ukrainian music which you would probably recognize as kind of like with Ukrainian roots yeah like, like, the, so, like the folk style yeah traditional kind of, yeah they reinvented it like in a pop scene that like oh. resonates with like you with youth yeah absolutely right. with house beats and stuff like that like they oh cool they reinvented it completely it sounds amazing and i know like the lyrics are mostly deep and like they, they they're talking about a lot of deep topics and mm. i i really like appreciated it though i didn't understand the language completely right i could like feel it. i could feel it in my bones and um yeah, I really encourage everybody to check them out if you if you like if it sounds off your alley. Like I really think they they produce some really good music. Oh, that's super cool. So we'll 
we can post, um, you know, that at, uh, towards the end of the program and so people can have it. So, yeah, I think that, that's, that there's something to that. Um, so I kind of want to, you know, have the listeners hear one of your songs. I did, I did send that to you. So, guys, I just wanted to take a minute. You know, um, it's really important to make sure that we understand because CRS Radio is an international station, and we are we are touching almost every part of the globe uh, when when we are on the air. And I think it's very special. And Israel is seven hours ahead of where I am on the east coast of the United States. So first of all, you know, I really appreciate that you're staying up to talk to us because the show starts at the equivalent of 10 p.m. But I'm really getting good at this, so that's 2200. See, I'm getting there. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I think that's great. And we do have listeners that are all over Europe. We have listeners in South America. We have listeners all over the place. And I'm so glad that, like, it's this constant, like, you know, evolving and bringing in of other things because, you know, we are a multicultural network. And there are so many other wonderful programs here on CRS Radio that all people have to do is go to, you know, CRS.com. Um, check out our Instagram, check out our Facebook, and there's so many different shows. We have, you know, jazz musicians that host shows, former Motown musicians that host shows. Um, and I know that, like, there are aspects of Motown and um, certain certain artists that are really popular in Israel that would not have, like, guessed. Um, like, there's a very odd obsession with Michael Jackson with a lot of my friends from Israel. I'm like, okay, interesting. Um, just, you know, because I wouldn't think that would like cross over. But again, like you said, there's just, there's something to it. Um, I was hoping we could put on your Sokobus song, but before we did, what is something or a few things you would want the listeners to know before hearing it? Um, that's actually one of the songs I'm like, maybe the not most proud of like one off, but like I'm really proud of that song. Um, I've worked with like some seriously amazing people in like on this song. Um, mm. one of the biggest producers in Israel, Omri Sixteen and Segal and Ethel, which is she's like an amazing singer. Mm. Um, and she has like a very unique style. And um, we created this like dark kind of like fantasy um mm. collab collab um version of like an interaction with a, a woman with a modern day succubus. And like the whole thing was kind of like weird and unique, like from the, the get go. Um, and I think like that's that paints like the biggest, big, like the best picture of how creative and unique we're trying to get, like yeah, um, at least in my domain. Yeah, I and I think that was very well stated. It's one of my favorite songs. It's one of the ones that'll come up on my playlist more often. Um, it's been on some of my posts, and uh, it. <laughs> I, I think it's also interesting because within your music, even in the short time that I've like started to get to know who you are as an artist, you have such a range of sound and like the, I, I want to say like the range in your voice. Like there are some songs where I feel like your voice is coming across so crazy deep and then not in others. And I'm like, dang, wait, that, no, that is him. Like, wow. So <laughs> this is cool. I feel like this is hitting one of the, the parts. We're going to go ahead and put this on for the listeners. And um, let's see. Uh, I, I'm going to try really hard not to make sing along. 
I can't promise for sure, but I'm gonna try. So here we go. Be like, just at a party and it comes on. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of 
ways that song can kind of like creep into you. Now, when you are listening to yourself be played either like on the radio or, you know, in a situation like this, like you're listening to yourself, um, mm-hmm. what is that, what is that like for you as a musician? Um, I'll admit it's somewhat weird. Um, especially since I've heard, I've probably heard the song a lot more <laughs> times than listeners have. Even well, if, they, if they bump the song like constantly on repeat, right. I still have heard it more because I was like there for the whole process. And like, um, I was kind of critiquing myself along the mm-hmm. way. And, so I kind of see my songs in a, in a different light. Um, but, you know, sometimes you might get the feeling like that you've heard it like so much, like you're kind of tired of it. So um, <laughs> it, it changes the second you perform it, like the second ah, time you perform. Okay. I'm in love all over again with the song and like it's different energies. And um, yeah, so to me, it's like a whole different experience. Like it's not like me listening to something on the playlist. To me, it's like... Um, the, the craft that I'll be doing for the, like the rest of my life. Um, and so I, I look at it like entirely differently. Um, so well, yeah. that makes sense. That, that, I mean, that makes sense. Cause when you're listening to, to it in this situation on the radio, you're listening to the final project with product product that you probably listened to. Oh my God. In each piece and segment over and over and over and over and critique yourself. No, I should do this. No, I should do that. No, let's go back to the original one. No, let's go back to the 39th take or whatever you know, that it is that you go through. And I can't even imagine. I mean, I know that, you know, everyone is going to listen back to themselves or watch themselves do something so that they, because you want to always get better and always improve. But, you know, you're, you're listening to that final product. So it's like, okay, you, yeah, like you, you take it or leave it. But when you're performing, that was like a really great transition. I didn't even have to ask you. When you're performing a song on stage, I mean, mm-hmm. doesn't that give you, I mean, there's probably, there's so many different aspects of this. I don't even know where to start asking the questions, but you have the, the chance to kind of reinvent the song a little bit, depending on probably what, the feedback from your audience? Right. So, um, we actually, like, I actually did reinvent some songs. Um, and it's also like, well, the feedback from the audience, um, it's kind of tricky because like, you know, like, Sometimes you'll have like one person really love one of your songs and like dislike the other one, and then you'll have like another person saying the complete opposite. Right. So it's kind of hard to judge based on that. But um, we do have a feeling for um, for concerts, right? Like we know that mm. some songs are like are really good for a playlist. Yeah. But when you bring them to the con- to the concert itself, like it's gonna it's gonna bring down the mood and like yeah. it doesn't fit. So right. Uh, one of the songs we'll hear in the future. We kind of, for instance, we did a, a reggaeton mix for him because we knew, like, when we go on stage, we want people, even though it's a sad rock song, right? right. We want people to clap their hands. They want, we want them to have yeah. fun, and we reinvented the whole mood. Um, and so the idea is that, like, in concerts, you can play a lot. Yeah. The stuff, you, how you perform them live on stage, how the you expect the audience to react, um, and this is like where, like, it was fun until this point. But at that point, it's like even more fun. Like this is your level, yeah. like opportunity to experiment and do some stuff. And I love it. Like it's irreplaceable. Right, and it's also you're interacting with people, with like other musicians live who might be performing on stage with you. And I think a really great example of this. Um, so recently, Avram Paul was touring in the U.S. 
And everyone that listens to Talk Israel on CRS Radio, the Knowledge Network, already has the knowledge that Anya loved her some Avram Tal. So I, like, loved his music before because I feel like he's very interesting, and his family background is from France. And so he has that, you know, European uh, influence in him. But he, his music is very eclectic. I feel like there's a lot of influences if you pick out his, you know, pick apart some of his music to the, the sounds that you'll hear. But on stage, I don't know that I've seen, aside from maybe some of you guys in the rap scene in Israel that I've met, I don't know that I've seen someone have as much fun as he does on stage. And he started... I mean, he was doing some reggae, and he just straight up, like, did a whole bunch of Bob Marley lines. I mean, it was insane, and I had such a great time listening to him, and, you know, I think that within the music industry, what I have seen a lot in, in Israel amongst many of you in the in the musical field this is a big kolakavod moment to you and everyone else that I've met so far. But there is this sort of understanding and camaraderie and lifting up of your fellow musicians, whether they're performing in a, like each of you has a, a piece to a concert, like it's a group concert, or you just know a fellow musician who's having a performance or you have people performing on stage with you, there is this acknowledgement and um, promotion of them, like lifting, um, lifting up of each other and complimenting and allowing without any, you know, sort of jealousy or like competition of like allowing people to showcase. And, you know, Avram Tal did that in such a magnificent way. Each person that was on stage with him, he made sure to, like, highlight them and allow them to just, like, bam. just. And then he brought on David Broza, and I almost lost it because you want to talk about another, like, I, right? I was like, um, 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 isn't that, wait, wait, oh, my God. And the two of them, like, I swear it was as, as if they were just, like, at a bar having a beer, like, chumming around on stage and having so much fun and it was just you know and they were like no you no you and but I'm seeing this all over and I really want to make sure that our listeners know this and understand this and I think that a part of this is and you know again you know please correct me if you think I'm off at all but and I, because I am looking at this from an outsider, but I do believe a lot of this sense is because Israel is a community, right? There is, it's a very small country. It is very diverse. You can drive from the very north of Israel to the very south of Israel in a day. You can do it, right? There's a lot of traffic, but you, <laughs> you can do it because it's smaller than New Jersey. And, but everybody from all these backgrounds, because Jews were nomadic for so long, come together, everyone has to serve in the army. And there is this sense of just kind of understanding and community. And I think that, you know, within the the musical community, it's a a huge highlight, a huge beacon of positivity. Um, I mean, even just when uh, Noah was in the European uh, competition, and again, whether she's your favorite artist or not, 
Um, and some of our listeners might know her in the unicorn song. But let me just say, damn, the girl can dance. Uh, like, damn, damn, Noah. Like, she's like, do you want to see me dance? I was like, yeah, I kind of want to see you dance. And I was like, damn, girl, you can, whoo. Like, I mean, putting a lot of, like, the, some of the, you know, American musicians that, you know, would be, like, dancing, oh, and you know where I'm going with this, because you know where I'm going to tie this into, sir. But, like, lifting her up and promoting her and saying, like, good job and, like, way to go. I I just, there's something to it. And I, I think that so often Israelis and the community in Israel is so misunderstood. But I feel like, you know, what you're doing, what Alvaron Paul's doing, what Noah's doing, what everyone's doing by being open and, and, you know, like you said, even if it's not your thing, there's, there's no like putting down of someone, you know, and it's, I think it's a really positive thing. Right. So um, let me kick off my response, uh, response first by saying that like you got to experience um, a concert of some uh, biggest Israeli legends and I'm kind of jealous. So, uh, <laughs> I know. Yeah, and I, I, I did get to talk to him too. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm, I'm really supportive of that. And, um, it's really amazing, like that. Uh, um, you got to see them in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, one day I'll also um, reach the United States as well. Um, well, you know, my uh, door is always open. There's an extra room, but it, you have to come before you. I move. You know, so you tick tock. The clock is going. Okay, got got the memo. Um, the, okay, so um, yeah, that's about that. Um, but as to your point about the camaraderie and um, the kind of circumstances in the Israeli scene. Um, I completely agree. I think one of um, my personal examples is that um, I almost have no producers in Tel Aviv. Like mm. only, only the, the producer that uh, worked on socket on uh, soccer boots, which mm. you heard. Like he, um, he was sitting in Tel Aviv. The rest of my producers are like everyone from a different city, uh, and I'm traveling a lot to different cities just to produce some music because I want the specific sounds, because I want to work with specific people, because I want to create, you know, this like um. The, the, the perfect um, um, the mu- music the way I see it and so like the distance and traveling is like not um, shouldn't be the issue in, like uh, in my opinion yeah. and then like you get to actually like what you talked about which is like the fact of camaraderie between people and yeah absolutely like we create um, such important ties and such valuable ties between uh, people here that uh, we get to like we go to different cities and we do um, joint projects mm. and, and a lot of stuff because like uh, like distance or or you know um, traveling or whatever like it doesn't really matter like it might matter to some extent like I probably won't be driving for five hours somewhere though a lot of other rappers do right what? they do they go for five hours because they want things like mm-hmm. specific things to happen with specific people correct. Um, yeah, and I really appreciate it. I think, like, uh, it's because of, like, the size of the country as well, but also, as you mentioned, like, the army and um, the, the idea that Israel, like, is a very small place, so usually you would know someone who knows someone. And, yeah. like, all, all of it, like, plays out together eventually um, into um, a community that, yeah, that, like, works a lot together. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's how amazing. we met. You knew right. somebody that I knew. It was Eli Bismont, and he is a producer in Jerusalem. And I know that you know people seek him out for the more of that. I want to be like that Jerusalem sound, but it's more of like almost more spiritual than you know. I, I find I agree. you know, and so ladies and gentlemen, you know, kids and adults, 
there really is something to this idea of like the air in Jerusalem is different. Um, because I do think that the, I mean, even within, I mean, you can say this openly, you know, from your own music, it's, it's a little different depending on who you're working with. And I think that's, that's also amazing because again, yes, we might be talking about different cities, but we're also talking about the, the cultural mix of like, you know, generations of families because Jews were very nomadic. Right. So <laughs> there are people who are bringing together all of these backgrounds. There are people that have been like uh, one of my former bosses at the Consulate of Israel, like his claim to fame was like fifth generation, fifth generation Jerusalem. I'm going to say it again, fifth generation Jerusalem. Right. And then you could have someone who like made Aliyah as an adult or as a kid with their family. And so they're like, their kids would be first generation. So it's, it's so interesting because I do feel like that comes into play too with all of the different backgrounds and, and, and all of that. And, and, you know, I think that's what, that's what makes it even more interesting and why I think basically everyone should be listening to music from Israel because I also believe, and I know I'm not wrong because I'm always right. Well, I try to be, but (laughs) thank you for playing along. Um, But on this part, I am right. I'm just, flat out correct, that they're much like so many other things that are coming out of Israel. There is this, I'm not satisfied with what is, I'm going to make it what I need, and then put it out there. Whether it's tech, whether it's pharma, whether it's fashion, whether it's the, oh my God, best skincare in the freaking world, or it's music. Or food. Oh, my God. Yeah, going back to Or's intro, I love the food. Oh, my God. We could spend hours talking about the food. I'm already planning my next, like, eating journey of Israel. Um, but I, I just feel like there's so much of that. And then when the creative outlets come, like music and food and art, boom, I just feel like it explodes. And it's something that you cannot find anywhere else. I'm sorry, but you can't. Right. Um if you also let me like emphasize the craziness a bit, I think like really <laughs> oh god, okay, yeah, yeah, because um, like uh, you talked a lot about uh, my connection to Ellie and how mm. I like for instance got to, to meet you, yeah, but like even that is not um something I take lightly. So for instance, I met Ellie through or um, oh, another through, person yeah. I know. Exactly. Um, and uh, Ellie produced part of half of his album, right? So yeah. this is how like I got to meet uh, Ellie. And I met Or through Halil Khatab, um, who gave me like the first um, platform for like the first concert I ever performed in mm. was through him. And I met him through a Facebook group of Israeli rappers. And um, yeah, I attribute a lot of my work ethic and my willingness to, you know, to go to work like uh, with different producers from different cities. Um, to like the education I got from my parents, which is like kind of, you know, have um, Soviet uh, roots to it. Mm. But like, if you notice, no one in the chain I just mentioned, like also have the Soviet roots. Like they, they're yeah, like true. different descent. Yeah. And it's amazing, like how so, like I got to, uh, to meet you for so many different people mm. um, who like didn't know before, who have the same outlook on music, who try to do like to create the best music with the best Israeli sound. And one of the craziest parts is like me and Ellie are from the same city. Like I'm from Jerusalem originally. Mm-hmm. I grew there for 20, grew up there for 20 something years, right? And so um, I didn't find like a Jerusalem producer I wanted to work with until I like 
found Ellie through like a different different yeah, through someone in the Tel Aviv area, which is yeah, even easier, so yeah. This entire journey is always crazy, and like this is only one example of like the chain of people we both know, kind mm. of. But like I have several others. Um, it's always like it always works. Like this, you meet people and you meet different people, and it makes no sense how you all connect, but like eventually it does, and you all have the same mount- mindset about the stuff you're passionate about. And in Israel, it happens a lot, and I, I love it. Like, that's extremely special, in my opinion. I-, I do think that that's one of the reasons that Israel has been so successful in um, making such huge strides. It's, you know, it's the country with the largest number of startups in the world. That's because I think people are willing to take this risk. And, and again, this goes back to I'm not satisfied with what is. For God's sakes, ladies and gentlemen, there are palm tree farms and wineries in the desert. Not dessert like, yeah, let me have some more chocolate cake. No, the desert. The barren desert. Somehow, through way smarter people than me, they have created these things. And I think when, like, you know, no matter how old I get, how many times I drive by it when I'm heading south to my favorite place in the whole wide world, Yamamela, or down to a lot because I need to go back to the lot stone factory and, you know, because, as you have met me, I don't wear enough silver jewelry. <laughs> I Listen, I don't know if any of my listeners out there, I need pinky rings because none of my rings are small enough for my pinkies. I'm bringing the thumb ring back, like bringing the 90s back. I'm doing that. But to, when you're just driving in the bus, and by the way, the bus trips in Israel are an experience in and of itself, and everyone must do a long bus trip in Israel. Like you have to get on the bus and like one of the bus depots and head somewhere, not like the city bus. Like, meh, that's fine. But <laughs> the bus trip, a lot of time to think, a lot of time to write. Um, a lot of my um, openness during my, do you see what I see film, my little like open, oh my God, this is what I'm thinking and feeling come from the bus ride. And um, you, all of a sudden you're just like, whoa, there's just like, hundreds or thousands of palm trees. Wait, I'm in the, wait, how is that even possible? And, and you know, you, you get this. And then I want to kind of talk more about what you talked about, like this whole chain of like, people are so crazy connected. And even when you don't necessarily know them. So I met or through Ellie, you met Ellie through or, right. And then I met you through Ellie. Now, are you ready? Like Ellie's going to be part of this next story, which makes even less sense. So when I was there, <laughs> When I was there in the summer, um, and since Ellie is one of the, he's one of the first, he is the first person in the music industry that I met. And we met not because of the music industry. And when I was there for the first installment of Do You See What I See, you know, I was, you know, telling him where I'm going and everything. And he's like, you know, I haven't been away in a while. Um, He's like, did you want to go to a lot? And I was like, yeah, no, no. And he's like, let's go to a lot. And so he goes, I'll go with you. And he took the day off and I was so touched. Right. Cause I was like, Oh yeah, a friend to travel with. So we're on the bus. We go down. We're staying at this wonderful hotel. You see, this is going to loop right back into you. And you're going to be like, no way. So we, I said to Ellie, you want to look? And he goes, no, you pick, you pick like you're visiting. I said, okay. So, I basically just picked um, like an adult only hotel because I just wanted to like relax and not, you know, be bothered with like things. And we, mm-hmm. we went to this place that was called Stay a Lot. 
And it was a cute little new boutique hotel. And it was lovely. We met all these, like, really nice people. We, we met a couple from Jerusalem, which was, right? And he's like, I'm from Jerusalem. I'm like, I'm from the U.S., so I, I'm not part of this, like, party. But uh, And we're just, like, talking and talking. And I love the hotel so much. And, you know, um, in Israel, it is not advisable to just, like, whip out your camera when you're inside somewhere and just start taking, like, pictures of things. Because security in Israel doesn't always like that very much. So before I do that, since I do have a brain in my head most of the time, I will always ask to speak to like a manager or, hey, uh, I tell them why I want to take the pictures. Is it okay? Blah, blah, blah. So I had asked to speak to the manager of Stay A Lot. And the lovely woman at the desk says, oh, well, he's over there, but he's just finishing a phone call. Why don't you have a seat? I'll tell him you want to ask him. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. So I ask him, I tell him what I'm doing. And he starts asking me all these questions. And I was like, why do you this is weird like I, you know in in my you know where I live in the U.S. and I'm not this is not a bad bad U.S. thing but like people aren't all that interested <laughs> and they, they're not going to start a whole conversation with you and he started asking me these questions and he said oh actually we have these other properties I have three other properties in Jerusalem and I was thinking to myself like wait and then he's like oh I'm so sorry I need to take a phone call and he got up I looked at Ellie and I was like I think this guy owns the hotel and his name is Alon, and he did. He and his partners own the Stay Hotel Group, and they have one in Elas and three in Jerusalem, and I believe more are on the way, but I don't have any confirmation from him about that. Um, and he just starts telling me about one of the properties in Jerusalem. I'm like, that is so cool. I mean, the way that he and his partners thought to make it so innovative and how this ties into you is because that is where I was staying. That is where we filmed our interview in that amazing multi-purpose room that was decorated with all this graffiti. They brought a graffiti artist in who did that whole room and all the stairways in the hotel were graffiti. And it was just so cool and all the reclaimed materials that they used. But it was because I started having a conversation, a genuine conversation with someone that I then developed, you know, this other relationship and got to feature his Jerusalem properties in my project as well. I mean, it's so crazy. And then that room, I mean, listen, I think that you and Ellie should get together and really like, I think it would be so amazing. Like that was crazy cool was that space. There was a bar and that open area and, you know, they had all the sound equipment in there. It could be used for meetings or performances. I think you guys would have amazing performances in there, like on a regular basis. Maybe we should speak to alone. But, guys, if you are visiting Israel and, I mean, everyone visits Jerusalem, you have to check out one of the three state properties because, honest to God, I, I got to visit all three of them. One is like an apartment style, you know, for people who want more of like, you know, the full kitchen and everything. The other one was more of like a luxury smaller hotel and then the stay in which had all the different uh ways to stay the like dormitory style because i guess like hostels are out uh, it's like a dormitory style floor they had a family floor i had never seen this like that you know a bed for the parents and then different numbers of bunk beds for the kids because like if anyone has siblings and you ever had to share a bed and like when you're you know someone kicked or someone snored and you're like Ugh, you know what a great idea and then they had regular rooms on a different floor and I was like, oh, my God, and the outreach programs he was doing, I mean, just just amazing, amazing stuff. So if you guys are looking to travel to Israel, first of all, you can always, um, 
message me directly on Facebook. It's Anya Farber. Or on Instagram, it's Anya underscore think, T-H-I-N-K underscore differently, D-I-S-F-E-R-E-N-T-L-Y. Um, and then, you know, if, if they want to follow you and get some of your music and stuff, where would they find you on social media? Yeah, they do. Just search for Invoid, I-N-U-V-O-I-D. Um, you'll find me on any platform with that. Um, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, um, whatever it is, I'll, I'll be there. Just Google um, that. It should come up. Or if you can't find it for some odd reason, just message me and I will direct you. But, you know, I, I it's like, oh, my God, the, the, the way that things connect. Yep. Of, of just this amazing thing. And I have so much appreciation, um, you know, for everything that transpired and the fact that, you know, um, Alone allowed us to use that room and, and what a generous man and to, to do that and to allow me to like bring this very innovative way of thinking about things. Oh, and a roof deck. Um, cool, very cool spot, very chill um spot that they had too just so interesting i mean and 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 like i said i'm not satisfied with what is so i'm gonna make you know what i need out of it and i think that that is the heart and soul of israel i want to make sure that we um also get through some of the other songs because I know that, you know, we're listening to a lot, but you are also, because we talked about this back in December, you know, you are really getting to the point where some new stuff should be coming, you know, in the very near future. Um, but I want to make sure our listeners get a good sample of what you've already got. Um, so I'm going to, like, look to queue up another song. I know you wanted to say something, so while you're doing that, I'm just letting you know that's what I'm going to yeah, be um, working on. While we're doing that, I just wanted to say that, like, um, from my point of view, um, I also didn't know about the existence of uh, this hotel, and I agree, like, it's an amazing spot, especially, like, um, to celebrate certain events or something. Like, they're built, like, for this, the bar, and then, like, they create the amazing space there with the graffiti and, like, um, open space for uh, for an audience. I really think, like, that, that could be, like, something really cool. Um, so, it's, Alon, it's if you're listening, let's talk. <laughs> let's make this happen. Yeah, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. And the amazing, the crazy thing is, like, it's near um, my, like, the house where I grew up in. And I had no idea, like, it's there. Like, you go through this corridor and then you go, like, as if Narnia, you, like, enter a new world. Um, and it is amazing. So, now I'm aware of this chain of hotels. And now, like, other people listening to this show are aware and maybe they will run into these hotels in the future. And that's the whole concept. Like, you have no idea where the knowledge you gained or the people you talk to, where it will lead you. But usually it leads to new opportunities, and it's amazing. And, like, I absolutely love it. Like, it's yeah. exciting. Like, I agree. And I have to say, like, I just love, in addition to, like, yes, the innovation and everything else, like, again, it was the openness and the warmth. When Alon said to me, yes, when you're back in Israel, I want to make sure you see our property. Um, he did not have to do that. But that is, right. that is this idea of, like, everyone's mishpacha. I just messaged him. <laughs> it's late. I realize it's late, and I probably should have not have hit 10 <laughs> at this hour. Alon, forgive me, forgive me. I wasn't thinking. I was just so in the heat of the moment of, like, thinking because I just, freaking love that stay in space it was like I mean it was so perfect when we sat down and I just like even I was like this place is awesome it was just the vibe and, and everything and um his 
staff was so amazing and just right. like helpful and not for nothing if you are a tourist steps from Ben Yehuda Street so my family who lives in Jerusalem I told them the address and they're like what is there a hotel there but it's also so like new they, they don't have like a big sign the sign stay in is just lit on the floor so like <laughs> you could walk right by it and not realize oh my god because you walk in and you're like what where is this place? exactly what I told awesome. you I went yeah. to this corridor and there it is. Yeah. Like out of nowhere. <laughs> exactly. And my my cousin, like diagonally across the street and up, that's where he grew up. And he was like, I had no idea. And I'm like, well, I mean, it is a newer hotel, but still, I was like, oh, wow, awesome. Um, I want to put on a bit of, you know, I want to make sure everyone gets some of your other music. So I think that the next, again, I, Again, tell me if I'm I'm right or wrong. I, I'm thinking kind of the Kinat song would would be a good a good taste at this moment. Um, yep. What What would you want people to know about this one? Um, if you love your rap, you you're gonna love this. I think. Um, I agree. This is one of my deepest um, songs about um, French, like betrayal, mainly betrayal oh. from friends. Um, yeah. You tell <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I experienced a, a lot of that, um, but this is uh, produced by one of uh, my favorite uh, Israeli artists and rappers, VK, and he really brought out, like, the hardcore side of me here. Okay. But with, like, a melodic twist, and I, oh, really, boy. I really love the song. I, well, I have to hit play now, because I can see that I just know our listeners are at the edge of their seat, so here we go. Oh, I feel already like it's pulling us in.
שואף לשתי ופלשתי זאת אומרת אוהב גידה נוטרת וככה נכתבה קינה עשינו את המנגינה עשינו שתשקף קינה אבל חשוב לי שתבינו את פרס השנאה והמקור שלה לא יצר של קינה רק הזרקור שבה אצלי זו המשנה והחוקים בה אבסולוטים אצלי במדינה לויאליות זה קונסטיטושן אצלי לא הדינר קובע אם נצא מבסוטים אצלי על השנה הפתרון יהיה אקוטי אם אתה חבר להישרדות או חבר בשביל ההישרדות זה הבדל משמעותי במשמעות ואם זה השני תרגיש חופשי למות ואם זה השני תרגיש חופשי למות כי זה ניקיון רובות בקרטל של אינו אין בגידות אז עדיף לך למות לפני תחילת הניקיונות ואין לוקח חניתות תולע עליהן נבלות ומרסס עד שאדם נגלה מכל הזוויות מספיק גרפי מי שנגדי לא חלק מהדמוגרפיה זה לא אתה פאפי כן זאת תרפיה כל אותם אחים שלי בקבר תחת מצבה שבה רשום קבורים ועבורם זה ביוגרפיה ויקונן עינו את הקינה הזאת על כל הבני זונה ששיחקו אותה חברים אך לא היה להם למה ולא הייתה להם מילה לא נותרה בי כל חבלה עבדו כל כלי המלחמה היית חבר אז היית גומר אחרת I'm struggling for words because this is so different from the first song we heard. And I feel like it's like more of like that old school rap. And I like, you know, just that, mm, 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 that it just comes. So I am so glad that our listeners here on Talk Israel on CRS Radio, the Knowledge Network, are kind of learning all these different sides of you. Yeah. Like, this is actually me. I am, like, I have a lot of sides when it comes to music as well. And it may be due to, like, my different roots or languages or Ooh. whatever it is. But, like, um, I really feel like I, I tried for a long time to, you know, focus on one genre maybe or aspect. Mm. And I just learned that, like, it's impossible for me. Like, I'm all of those things. I am that. Like, I have different moods and, and sides to me. And I have to capitalize on that and not um, ignore it. So that's something to put an emphasis on. Um, and yeah, and here you heard more of a, heard more of a old school vibe, like uh, yeah. boom bap, yeah. um, This is actually what I grew up on. Like I used to listen to a lot of golden age old school rap. Like that's my upbringing in that uh, area. Yeah. Um, whether yeah, Eminem or Tupac or Nas or uh, Jay-Z or whoever uh, you'd like to name. Yeah. I run those artists and like, yeah. Well, I mean, I think, you know, Tupac is definitely more of the old school and, like, you know, NWA and Snoop and, and right. you know, the, and, and not for nothing, you know, someone who's living in Israel, uh, Nissan Black, who used to rap as D-Black, a gangster rapper, is now, uh, you know, rapping spiritually um, as a very ultra-Orthodox Jew. So, I mean, yet again, where else in the world could you find this kind of, like, This is a Balagan, but in a very good way. And our listeners have learned about Balagans, and Balagans can be very good. Like, it can be, like, oh, like all over the place in a really good way, or, like, oh, all over the place in a bad way. But this is, like, good way, good way, very, very good way. And um, I, I just, I really, like, um, I love it. And, and, you know, I've had this conversation with Orr before, um, just, you know, uh, watching him perform and he was on the, the program also. And I think that's the other thing, like I've had um, so many of you guys like in the music industry on the program. I mean, but of course, Avram Tal, I'm, I'm waiting for you to come on the program as opposed to just our shorter interview, but I will see him again in July, which I'm very excited about. 
But, you know, I, I have to because I, I just, I would not be able to live with myself if I didn't share this story before we did anything else. So we sat in that great, amazing, um, you know, graffitied all-purpose room in the Stay Inn Hotel in Jerusalem. And we talked and, and you know, we had filmed for the, the project, Do You See What I See? Because I'm really trying to help people really see Israel the, the way that it actually is. And I said to you, just kind of <laughs> very, uh, you know, offhand at the end, I was like, oh, you know, so like, who kind of inspired you? And I was not ready for your response because you're like, Britney Spears. And I was like, what? <laughs> I looked over at Ellie, looked at you, and I was waiting for like, yeah, just kidding. And then you like doubled down. And <laughs> you were said, like, I can't even remember exactly what it was, but something about like um, how she influenced you or something. And so when I had to like thank you for sitting down, I, you were such good sport. I, I said, oh my God, I have to do it. And I found the sound bite where she's like, it's Britney, bitch. <laughs> and I just put it up. But I do think that that's what's so interesting because there are so many parts to this. And th- this whole, you know, I have to say that uh, at the beginning when Ellie was telling me about the rap scene in Israel, I was like, the rap scene in Israel? Like, what are you talking about? But I had no idea of the depth. And again, goes in point, you know, um, which when you guys get together, and I know that in Tel Aviv, there's the Bola, and there's like rappers that get together on a regular basis and open mic nights, and there's a rapper from Russia, and he raps in Russian, Soma. And I don't know if you're part of this whole thing, but anytime you talk to some of the guys that Orr hangs out with, and they're like, have you seen mm-hmm. Soma? He's so good looking. And I was like, do y'all have like man crushes on him? But every single one of them says it. Goral yep. or Yam. I'm like, okay, this is, I feel like either I'm, I'm like not part of some inside joke or they all have a man crush on him, which is cool. I just, I don't know if Soma knows how much love he has. Um, and then there's. Uh, out the Russian Israeli Jesus. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Soma, are you out there? Russian Israeli Jesus. Or I don't know if you're listening, Yam, any of you people, Selma, are you the Russian Israeli Jesus? Um, Selma is a great guy, by the way. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> well, he, I have met him, and I actually, I, I taped and went live uh, on the, the rehearsal because I wasn't going to be there for the concert. And um, oh, oh, I'm sorry um, that. I tried to get like a little clip of each of them to share with them so that they could, you know, use it. And so much like I called him, I'm like, Oh my God, could you, you're so spastic and like a jumping bee. And I could not get a good clean picture of him because he was just like all over the place. And, but like he was stealing the music and just watching each um, performer feed off each other and support each other was like very, very cool. And I felt like I was in on this like little secret, which was very cool. Um, and they have someone who uh, raps in French. And then um, there's uh, Merlin. Yep. Yeah, Merlin. And then da- is his name David Effing Blue? I don't know if I can say the word on yeah. <laughs> on air. Um, David, you have to find a better thing because I don't know if I'm allowed Daniel. to say the, the word. Um, oh, see my, my name is Daniel Blue. Yeah. Well, uh, oh Daniel. Sorry, I said David. Uh, so that is again 
Siri likes the, my watch likes to come on every broadcast, even though we're not talking to her. She says something during every radio program. It's a little bit creepy. Um, Apple, could you get on that, please? It's a little annoying. Yeah, um, she wants to join in, and I don't blame her. Right. Well, but the thing is, whatever, <laughs> I'm like, Siri, Siri, she never answers. It's like, a, you know, it's like a kid. It's a selective like hearing loss. Selective yeah. hearing loss. Um, yeah. But to hear all of that different stuff all together was really, really beautiful. And, um, you know, I, I, I think that that's, that's just pretty darn cool. Um, I also want to make sure that we have, like, some more bits and pieces of some of your other songs with, with the, the listeners able to hear it. Because there, there is just this, I feel like, you know, you touch all these, all these aspects. And, you know, um, I, I have to say that I believe that what you and or and Ellie and Soma and oh and and Shy Shy Blanco who's on my list. Um, mm-hmm. I missed him last time. I don't know. He just didn't get the memo. So or if you're listening, you did not give him the memo. I don't know what was up with him. Or Shy, don't miss me next time. Yeah. That was just not cool. Um, and just like yeah, how the tomorrow, I, don't I know, I know, I know, because you guys have been putting it up there. I know. I can still tell him shame, shame, shame for not being available for me on my oh, time frame. <laughs> Let's go, Shy Blanco. Come on. Um, listen, he better give me a shout out at that concert tomorrow because he owes me big. Uh, no, I don't. I'm just kidding. But it, there's just this. If there's something to like the energy of like. Each of you, and 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 it's not just when you're talking about your own music, and it's but it's like this. I just don't even know how to quite quite explain it because there, I was swept up in this feeling of just because it's this creative, and and maybe part of it is that I just don't have that talent in me for music. Uh, though I tell Ellie all the time, watch out because I can sing your whole part in Chayot Balayla. <laughs> Uh, I tell or he's safe because I cannot rap or uh, what is it spit rhymes, you know. Um, I can't, like I can't do it. I'm sorry. I don't have the talent in English or in Hebrew or in French or Russian or whatever other language you want to do it in. I don't have this talent. Um, but I, I really am so into the music. I'm so moved by it. And um, I, I just love how it um, – you know, it just kind of, you know, goes so and comes. You have, you have other talents, um, which Aww. is amazing. And you know, every, right. everybody has their own. Uh, yeah, I absolutely believe it. Everybody has their own uh, dress, and we can say that it, it's all good. I do think that um, there is one factor here which we kind of haven't discussed yet, but mm. like I would throw it in, um, which is. We are like all the um, uh, names you mentioned previously. Mm. Um, we are we're friends, but yeah. obviously there are a lot of other rappers in yeah. the scene. We like we don't necessarily know personally, but we get to meet in concerts or mm. in other events, and we know who they are. And they go, we go to other shows and support and uh, or support their songs or talk about like discuss them. And the thing is, it's like it's underlining. It's not something we necessarily discuss in the open, mm. but I think most of us have have this feeling that we're part of history that we're trying to create something unique here like something um like a new wave and whatever by that that it's like in israel hip-hop is not mainstream or it was not mainstream until like very recently this is something like extremely new in here 
and we know that like our generation is part of something like new in Israel, something that didn't exist before. Um, I know in, in the US it might sound a bit more common because like hip hop was mentioned there for like 30 years or so now, right? Mm. But like um, in Israel, like it wasn't the case. And we're kind of like, we have this opportunity to create like a new scene, uh, a new mainstream scene. Oh, uh, in, I like, agree. The Israel music. And I think that like everybody's pitching in their own, like their own color, their own voice, their own um, like idea of creation. And this is why like we, we like, you know, you, you talked about the ball or like other enterprises that uh, and ventures that like people create uh, in here because like we had this void and like this is our time to like, you know, fill it with like mm. new exciting stuff around hip hop. Um, and all of us like love it passionately and this is where all of it comes from and I truly believe like this is one of the factors that's uh, blazing heavily. No, I agree. And I think that, you know, you know, in Israel, I think that, you know, there are, there are definitely like, uh, like Tuna is definitely a very well known, I mean, I think it's fair to say. Um, and then there's, um, Yes, and, and, and um, oh my god, uh, I am the shadow guy. His voice is so oh, deep. Oh my yeah. god. Um, I, he, I know he posts a lot of uh, other material on, on social media, but oh dear god, I am in love with that man's voice. It is so deep and oh god. You know, I think which, which leads me to the, the question I have not yet asked on the program uh-huh. And um, I don't know how I haven't because if I don't ask, you know, I will not know. And we are coming to you here on Talk Israel on CRS Radio Network, the Knowledge Network. And I, too, am looking to gain knowledge. So my question is, aval. <laughs> Oh, you see what I did there. Aval, ani lo yodat epo. I don't know where in Israel he is. He's there. Where? I don't know, but he's there. Will I see him this summer? I don't know. So what I said for any of our newer listeners is, epo Where is my gather? Where is my Israeli man? I don't know exactly where he is in Israel. Uh, when Orr was on the program, he offered to uh, screen him. Orr's like, I'll take care of it. I was like, uh, no one's threatening bodily harm. I mean, Orr is the nicest, sweetest guy. Um, you know, so I, 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 don't, um, I don't know, you know, how threatening that was. But, but I'm sure Orr, if you wanted to be threatening, you could be. Uh, but, I, you know, he's there. So, you know, you know if, if you see him, let me know. Um, because we, we need to locate him at some point. But <laughs> for, Absolutely, for my... But, you, know, you know so many people in Israel right now that I think you'll have, like, a pretty huge uh, search party. So oh, good, yeah. So we're just going to we're gonna pack on. I think uh, the search party is going to consist of a lot of people in the music business. Yep. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but um, you know, I, I, I do think, but again, the, the whole joke of war is like, I'll screen them for you. And you're like, well, you know, we'll all help. Again, it's just like okay, well, we're we're a community, we're a family, um, and and I think that that's again goes to this. You guys are part of this cutting edge um, 
and I don't want to say like underground because it's not. It's 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 out there, but it's it's so amazingly unique, and it is so special. And and I will have to say that you know anyone who's visiting Israel, look on social media. Look, it's people put stuff out there. They're sharing all the time, and there are big concerts and little concerts. And I really hope to see some people in concert in Israel. Um, you know, someone else that is like totally a different feeling that I uh, really, really like, um, who's, who's I think very, very popular in Israel is Hanan Ben-Ari. And I just think he's magical with his voice. But I have to tell you, I was listening to YouTube, which is a great source when you're trying to, you know, learn more music. And um, the radio station, and I'm going to, I'm going to sing his little like call thing because it's so catchy. It's like, (laughs) and he's got, by the way, super, super dapper hat. I like that is like a good look for him. I don't know that everyone can pull it off, but he does. And he has musicians on and they sing, you know, acapella or just straight and it, he came on, Hanan Benari came on with, oh, God, now I'm spacing on what his name was. Um, and I first, like, took a look at him, and I was like, what is he singing? And he was just in this T-shirt. I'm like, what? The man opened his mouth, and I went, what? I think I rubbed my eyes. I was like, what? It just, he was so casual looking. And then this amazing, strong voice came out. And I was like, oh. But I think that's what people are getting. And you have such a range that I think you're going to almost leave people scratching their heads, but in like such an amazingly positive way, because you have a range and it's, mm-hmm. you know, they, they might hear one song and, and think that, Oh yeah, I, I know, you know, I know his sound. And then you come out with something else and it's like, wait, Oh, uh, what? So I was thinking we should definitely make sure we get a couple of your other ones in there. And I have like quite a few queued up because I do listen to your music um, so I think, I mean, what are you thinking? I was thinking that we could go to, um, let's see, maybe Isakai, I think, oh, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, Isakai sounds good. Okay. Um, it also ties into my personal story, so I think it would be a good point to. Okay, would you like to tell a little bit before or after? Um, let's do after. Okay, think, let's uh, change it up. So I'm going to put it on and, yeah. like, let's, uh, let's let people hear and then, uh, Yeah. 
And I think she has one of the most amazing voices. Um, yep. And, Agreed. you know, and I, what I, one of the things I love about her is talking about being true to yourself. You know, mm-hmm. she is about Shuva and doesn't, you know, she's very religious and she's always covered up, but she always looks stunning. And I, I, I like that, you know, she held firm to her beliefs and, you know, even though um, the president of the United States was probably told a thousand times, she's not going to shake her hand, dude. She's very religious. Like, but yeah, he still did it like an idiot. And she, but I, you know what, a lot of props to her because she, she held true and was like, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I'm just going to keep my hands in front of me and no, no, no. Uh, but, you know, um, I, I just love her voice and and during the pandemic how she sang her song um and went around to like weddings and just kind of popped into these weddings i think i would have absolutely plopped not a hebrew word a bit of a yiddish word ladies and gentlemen um but i would have definitely just like boom just (laughs) she starts the guitar and she's like you know i'm like oh you know she's just just very calming to me and I, I think she's got a great voice and you know so then my music's yeah. like all over the place and all of a sudden like subliminal will come on or like um um or my 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 song which is every once in a while I feel like it's my um I um I don't know how to say it but you know uh it's it just comes on and you know it's like you know um and it's like, Aval Isha. I can't think of like, I can't know why I can't think of it, but oh my God, wow. But I, I just love that song. And it just gets me like, woo, woo, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm that Isha. Yeah, I'm that lady. That's me. Um, so it's all over the place. So I, I think just listening to your music more um, in this way. And then also for you to be so generous to kind of, you know, break it apart and share with you the background to each of these songs is impacting me again in like a whole new way um so i feel like i'm gaining not just some knowledge you know about the music but knowledge into you and i think that's a huge huge thank you to Zarabah from me and all of the listeners here on talk as well on crs radio network the knowledge network because you're you're really um, helping us gain a lot i'm doing it gladly because like i really do believe i can provide additional value to mm. listeners and i think you actually like touched on the on the point there like um, you know, some some people might think that I'm a bit like, um, you know, um, that my music is a bit too sporadic or like um, may, maybe a bit random because like you listen to different songs and their vibe is slightly different. But you just told me like you described me your playlist hmm. and it's like very varied, right? <laughs> yes. A lot of very different artists there, but yes. like you like all yes. the, at least like all the people I know know they have like a very varied playlist because they have different moods, different vibes, different stuff that like. And in my case, as a um, as a creator, I know a lot of people are kind of like afraid of it as a creator. But mm. in my case, like I'm I'm a great because to me, I also have different vibes. I I want sometimes um, to pass different emotions in my music. I want sometimes mm. to like I think another genre would be a bit better to say to convey what I want to convey. And so I do that, not expecting anybody to you know um, like have any specific feelings about my. Um, my art, like that, everybody has like their own feelings, and I I respect that. I'm just like trying to give my best. And mm. what people understand, take from it, it's like um, it doesn't matter to me. It's like it's always a blessing. Like I I I'm really happy when people like dive deep into the lyrics, and I'm real also really happy like what 
catches like their um attention is like the melody and they're like you know humming the melody and like mm. that's what works for them and i i don't judge best based on that like i try to give the best value i can give based on the song and then now we're when we're speaking or when i'm writing on my social platforms and i'm giving like additional insights into the song i'm, I'm just like throwing it out there and if it's like somebody like it gives them some additional value i'm very happy if it doesn't then it's all good like to me i'm just providing i'm giving like sharing knowledge and um people can react however they react like that's the beautiful thing about art it's subjective and like yeah take what you will well i think um, i think that's like a life lesson don't you because i mean it can be so something so simple as like a text message because you send it with your intention your thought your feeling and the person is reading it with their thought, their feeling, whatever's going on with them that day. And I exactly. think that that's what music in a nutshell does for people so eloquently because it does have all these parts. Like you said, okay, so maybe it's the lyrics that are hitting someone, but maybe it's the melody the other time, or maybe it's like the way that it's being presented or, or, or whatever the case may be. I think that that's the beautiful thing because no one is one dimensional. Exactly. And I'm the guy that, you know, that um, crafts the lyrics and has the vision and tries his best to create this, like, multidimensional creation. But, like, um, whatever value I'm ending, like, uh, passing on to you and, like, whatever you get out from it, mm. I'm happy either way. Like, I'm really happy with it because, like, I know I did my best in that song to give you, like, the best value I could give you. But maybe you find, like, something new in it, something I didn't notice. Or maybe, Ooh. like, uh, you know, you'll have a different, like, yeah, outlook on this. And to me, like, that that's awesome. That's, like, a blessing. That's not something that I despise or am afraid of or, or something like that. Contra- like, completely contrary to that. I want your playlist to be as varied as um, I want you to be emotional about my music, whether you like it or don't. Like, it's all good. Um, I just want you to, like, get, like, have experiences through my music, through my songs, that every song should be an experience. Of its own. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and I, again, I think that, um, yeah, I, I, you put it perfectly. I just, I don't, I'm not going to add anything to it because I would only take away. <laughs> and I want to make sure I want to, because I, I, I went and loaded six of your songs up because I was like, oh, I can't pick, I can't pick. And so we won't necessarily hear all of them because I don't want to, like, I want to make sure everyone can listen. But I'm thinking next, maybe Imbalayla. Imbalayla, yeah. Yeah, Let's okay. Go all right, good. Yeah. So we're going to put that on. And, um, again, I, I just, I, okay, just everyone just has to listen. That's all I have to do. ובמבה, מחפשת המפלצת שמתחת למיטה, סמויה בעלתה, אני אבוד במחשבות בתוך פחדים שלא נדע, כולה ילד אבל כשאתה בוכה אומרים ילדה, סמוקף קירות בטון חלון ודלת מפלדה, עוד רקטה מתפוצצת, לא יודע אם יורתה, לא סגור אם יש עוד חרם, ואני אחטוף מכות אם רק אראה את הפנים מחר עם שחר בכיתה וזה הסוד, שכל החרטות מנחשים, שכל הבהלה מהכבישים, מתגמדות עם השנים, והפחד שנשאר הוא בעיקר מהאנשים, כמו פסיכים בכבישים, הכוויות שלי מנשים, וזה לא אם אחטוף סרטן כי כבר עברתי טיפולים, כמו חייל ברצועה בסוף גם את זה חוטפים, השאלה רק איך אתה יוצא מזה זה והתשובה שאתה לא, כי נשארים הסיוטים. ובאמצע הלילה קמים זעקה, 
תסדיר את הנשימה, אני חוזר לבקרה, ואת מודאגת, יש תועלת, תגיד לי מה קרה, אבל את לא כאן באמת, אז הסיוט נמשך. מרגיש שהגורל צוחק עליי, נשם לי בלילות, כל הסיוטים שלי עלייך וגם החלומות, אותה הבחורה, אז איך זה יכול להיות שאת מביאה שמחת חיים וסבל לא פחות? כי כל מה שרציתי זה אותך, קניתי מתפתלת, בנזדינים זוג מאושר, הנה שלד, אלא חופה של הקלה הכי יפה שיש, ולצידך זה לא אני, אבל את בכל זאת מתחתנת, ובום אני מתעורר, אבל בום אני לא נושם, כי הבום שניפץ הכל קרה עוד בעודי ישן, ואנחנו בכלל לא זוג, אף אחד גם לא מתחתן, אך לנגד עיניי הסצנה, ושוב אני מדמיין את הגבר ההוא נותן לך את כל מה שלי אין, ואני שמרוב הבומים אדיש כבר האם יהיה, רק רציתי אותך איתי, ואם זה לא ייתכן, אין חלום בלהות, יותר משותק מזה. ובאמצע הלילה קמים בהכרה, מסדיר את הנשימה, אני חוזר לבקרה, ואת מודאגת ושואלת, תגיד לי מה קרה, אבל את לא כאן באמת, אז הסיוט נמשך. מרגיש בעצמות, מנסה לבנות בראש שלי חומות, אין איך לעצור את המחשבות שמעבירות הלילה. ואף פעם לא חיכיתי לזה, וזה לא שאני פסימי וזה, לא סתם אני עשיתי את זה, לא מאמין שבסוף אני חזיתי את זה. Yeah. ובאמצע הלילה קמים בהכרה, מסדיר את הנשימה, אני חוזר לבקרה, ואת Wow. Um, <laughs> I'm just not prepared to, to come back out and, and talk. Um, I, I, I do, because I'm really struggling, I'm going to like pause for a second because I did hear back from Alone in the Stay Hotels and so big, huge, 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 huge. Alone, you and your partners, wonderful, like really game-changing things going on. So anyone visiting Israel absolutely must stay uh, and, and, you know, go check out the hotels. If they have their online, say hotel group, or you can just message me because I have got some serious knowledge because I did tour all the hotels. So, um, wow. Um, That, okay, please, enlighten us on, like, again, that was, like, um, a whole different sound yet again. Yeah, um, so let me actually tie all of the songs we heard up until now together, um, because all of them are part of my uh, first uh, EP project, which was called Kinat Inu, the same as that second part we, song we heard, um, which is, by the way, uh, a play on David's Lament from the Bible. I kind of forgot to mention that, but, like, uh, That's also like an interesting side trivia. Um, so, so yeah, all those songs are actually tied to that project. And it was a project centered around um, different, um, let's call it like uh, breakdowns in my life, a lot of like stuff I went through. Um, so, for instance, like uh, the first song, Sokobus, it was around like an interaction with a, a woman. The second one was like around a betrayal of friends. The third one, Isekai, um, was about... my usage of uh, weed when I was going through chemotherapy because I had cancer. Um, so I'm just throwing it out there. And this is the one last of the time, like the song we heard right now, um, Siutim Balayla, 
is actually one of the um, craziest ones I've done because um, Scooting Balayla is Nightmares in the Night. That's like the translation. And um, it depicts like certain nightmares I had like through my childhood initially, like, uh, you know, through like rockets and um, being uh, bullied at school and um, people being bad to you and like snakes and um, um, spiders and stuff like that. Like, you know, stuff like a, a lot of us have bad dreams about. And then it ties into a, the second verse where um, I'm talking about the worst nightmare of them all, losing the, the love of your life, losing your girl um, to some other man. Um, and like I, I explained like how I saw it in a dream that like she was getting married to another man. The interesting, the really interesting part about this song is that actually we wrote the first a verse a year later after we produced it. Um, oh. With, uh, yeah, with an artist called uh, Benjamin, who is like an extremely talented artist who is also producing me right now and um, is really dear friend of mine as well. Um, so we wrote it a year after because what happened is like while this song was waiting on the shelf, everything I predicted in the second verse, everything I dreamed about, like about the girl marrying um, with another guy, it actually happened in real life. Oh, and I kind of ouch. It. Yeah. Yeah. Well, her loss, it, like, her loss. Listen, girly, your <laughs> loss. You. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. Um, but it was like one of the craziest things that ever happened to me during my creation. And so um, all of these are like kind of stuff like I'm, like we said that my songs are very varied and they mm. have like a different vibe. It's true. But what ties them together is like oftentimes like the way I write about it, the way all my lyrics are, are, are crafted, um, the way I think of me different melodies, mm. the way I kind of try to point, like depict the whole picture, a whole image of something. And so um, it's true. I'm giving like, like I'm giving different vibes, but I'm also like tying them all together with um, like the way my head works basically. Um, so yeah, I think like, um, I give like pretty, a lot of insights to people who are like interested in the whole project because like, this is how I create projects. Mm. I like take a lot of different, like deep topics and I try to craft something like extremely sophisticated from them. And, um, yeah, it just, it just works for me. Well, um, I have to just. Say, I'm just going to pull apart something you said for our listeners because you kind of glossed over it. Like, yeah, no big deal. I had cancer and I beat it. Like, whatever. <laughs> well, F cancer, man. F cancer. It's one of our hashtags. I can't say the full word, yep. but F cancer. Um, Absolutely. But, like, okay, again, right? How strong of a person you have to be, not just physically, obviously mentally and emotionally, to go through that um because cancer is like that everything that touches every single person like everyone in this world knows someone or loves someone or is someone who's gone through cancer and um at that disease man because it is just like ugly and for you to have gone through a lot of this um ugliness and then, of course, you know, losing, by the way, if she, you know, whatever, her loss. So we're just going to, that's for the record, that's done, her loss. But, um, but again, this kind of, again, ties back to um, what I feel like people don't know about the Israeli culture. And, um, you know, listen, Israel is not surrounded by countries that don't like it. Um, you know, just within the last weeks. Israel was dealing with 
thousands of rockets being launched at it by their neighbors in Gaza indiscriminately targeting innocent civilians. But Israelis go on. They march on. They are living their life. And, oh, what did they, they needed to do something to combat the rockets. They built the Iron Dome. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hello. So, again, okay, I'm not okay with this. I'll just do, 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 and I will do what I need, and I'm going to kick cancer's rear end, and I'm going to get through it, and you know what? F you, cancer, because I'm also going to write some music about it. Boom. Exactly. Screw you, cancer. I think I can say that on the air. Just can't say that F, you know, do, 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 do word um, on the air. I don't want to get cited. So, let's say it's F cancer. Point. Yeah. But, like, oh, my God, and I think that you just keep – Coming back with these, like, boom. It's um, it's not a house of mirrors because the house of mirrors is like distorted and stuff. But it's it's like boom, boom, boom. It's like you are you are coming back again and again and again, and all these beautiful layers. And I think you could take so many things in Israel. You know, you're. I don't think you're. I don't know. Like, I don't want to say, oh yeah, like you're sovereign because you're not prickly. Like, I don't think you're very prickly. I think you're a very nice man, but. Uh, you've never been like, you know, like tough for me, but because um, you've been so warm and welcoming and willing to, to, to share your music. But I, I just think that, again, it's this mentality of like, and everything goes fast and we're like, yeah, yeah we're going to get it done. And I can't even, speaking of like going fast and just getting it done in the pace of Israel, like I can't even believe our show is like coming to an end. But I, you know, I just want to say like here on the CRS radio network, the knowledge network, you are listening to Talk Israel. We are here with Inu. You can find him by putting in I-N-U-V-O-I-D, Inuvoid, um, into any of the social media platforms. And if you can't for some reason reach him, the dogs are even excited because they know that, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm giving your social media platforms um, that they can find me. And it's Anya Farber uh, on Facebook or it's Anya underscore think, T-H-I-N-K underscore differently, D-I-F-F-E-R-E-N-T-L-Y. I'm getting so good at saying that fast. Um, because we want, I want to share you and all of this beauty and emotion and um, the music, the the art, the culture, the food, you know, as, as Ora says in our, I am going to grab my plate of shakshuka and have that later because also shakshuka makes for some great leftovers. Um, I, I take some of the base away. You know, I make that first, and then I kind of add my eggs and portions because then I can, you know, re- keep reusing the base, which is great. Um, mm-hmm. So, t- yeah, tip, little tip there for our listeners. Um, I feel like I should make shakshuka on an episode. Um, well, there are some chefs that we have, you know, coming on at some point, so maybe we can do that. But I want to, first and foremost, like, I'm so grateful that our mutual contact, Elie introduced us. I am very, very grateful to Alone and the Stay In, part of the Stay Hotel group, um, for allowing us to be in that room, which I have to say was just, like, also very, like, energizing for creativity and just God, such a cool room. And I, so I feel like with the graffiti art, every time you look at it, it's different, you know, much like music. Every time you listen, it can be different. And I feel like everything really comes into play, and I want – for our listeners to learn and understand all the beauty that is. And sometimes like the unpleasant things are still beautiful because life is really a journey. And, you know, I am so grateful that you took this journey with us. You came on Talk Israel. You 
we're so open about everything, like the good things, the bad things, the F, cancer, and all of that stuff. I just love saying that because it's just, cancer is just awful. Um, and oh, I you really, have my approval, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> if it's required. Uh, and I also like to say that, like, thank you for having me. I was, like, really, really happy to take a part in, in this amazing show and, you know, get the opportunity to to explain and, like, uh, talk a bit about, like, my life so far and the music I'm creating. Um, it's always, like, uh, an amazing experience for me. So, so really, thank you for having me. And I really hope that, like, you know, people at home listening to this, like, um, check out some other stuff I'm doing because, like, I'm doing a lot and mm-hmm. um, hopefully give them some additional value to their life and, like, some yeah. good music for the playlist, you know? Yeah, and you guys heard it here first. There's new stuff coming out. So just keep checking his social media. Um, he will drop that information. Obviously, as soon as, as it's dropping, I will make sure to bring it to you guys also here on Talk Israel. So, you know, I, I feel like the last song that we should play them as we go um, out on this program. Actually, I'll, I'll let you tell us the name of the song because you know which one I'm going to play. And what should mm-hmm. they know about it before we put it on? Okay, so um, I'll also... Um expand a bit about what you just said about new stuff coming up so it's all related um we're going to play Malkata Kielach, um which in translation is ice queen um this is uh the song that like i actually already released from my uh, upcoming ep my second ep project basically um which is called kaliata leak in translation call of the void now you might be wondering like uh why is my instagram handle for instance is like inu void so inu is my stage name void is actually the alter ego that i'm going to be presenting the project Ooh. Uh, yeah it's kind of like this dark psychotic um let's say um void of emotion which is why it's called void um si- i wouldn't say a side of me but like a, a, a new character that i'm basically portraying um and so this ep will go through the mental breakdown of a man and how he becomes a void of emotion and um Malkata Kielach is one of the songs is the first song basically on that project. Um, with Ellie, I'm working on another song which will also be released as part of this project, which is like uh, kind of midway through. I begged, I be- begged for him to let me hear it, and he said no. So don't worry, <laughs> it will be out pretty soon, and we're doing some really, really cool stuff there, um, music-wise, lyrics-wise. Um, so Malkata Kela basically um, tells uh, it retells the story of Romeo and Juliet, but with my own twist. Um, where both Romeo and Juliet are not um, the nicest of people, but it's basically a modern life love story and a modern depiction of that. And um, yeah, I just had fun with it. It's like this rock pop vibe, and I'm just going to let you listen to it and make up your own mind about it. But um, that was the idea I was going for in a year. Um, So yeah, that's a story about the upcoming stuff, some really cool and exciting stuff on the way. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. So, guys, again, on all the social media platforms and the streaming services, I-N-U-V-O-I-D, Inuvoid, check out his music. Uh, you can message him on the, on the social media platforms once you've, like, become addicted to the songs and you want to ask him more questions. Uh, or if you're just feeling shy, you just guys hit me up and I'll ask them for you. Um, but, you know, you are welcome back on Talk Israel anytime I don't want to keep the people waiting anymore. We are going to go out with this amazing song. Todaraba, Kol Kavod. It's been an absolute pleasure. Anisimcha maod 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 maod. I am so happy um, to have had you on the program and share 
you, your story, your music, your sound, your range, everything with our listeners. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, his Hebrew sounds way better than mine, guys. I'm working on it, though. So. All right, guys. This is the song. Here we go. יום אחד הגיע, רומאו הביא לפרח כזה, ורומנטיקה נפגיח לתיירח. זרים עזרים היו לדמעות שטפו את עיניה, היא רוכיה הפשירה, הורידה את כפור פניה. קרח מתחיל למות, ואדם נפרום בברידיה. פגעת הקרח התנועה, השיבה את גרניה. אבל מה שיוליה לא תדע, לא יהרוג אותה, רומאו לא רצה אותה באמת, רק במידה, ומלך הקרח יותר ממנה אותה עדה, הוליך אותה שולל, כי מה אכפת לו מתמימותה? שוב החורף כאן, שוב נמאס מהגשם, אבל כשאת כאן איתי את מחממת את לשת התמותיים, את מצניקה כי את מתביישת. See you guys next week.